So I've learned how to honor the work of my people by living in alignment with who I am today. Hey friend, welcome to the Disrupting Burnout Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. Friend, you are in the right place. Here at Disrupting Burnout, we are giving you the tools to disrupt and beat burnout so you can love your career and your work again. Friend, we get it. You're in the right place at the right time. We speak your language. We know what it feels like. We know that caring and serving in a compassionate way can cost you in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in your relationships. And this is your place to come to be refreshed. This is where you get refilled. This is the place to be revived. This is the place to fill your cup so that you can serve from your overflow. Friend, I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to get started. How about you? Let's get into it. Hey, 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 friends, it's Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ, and I'm here again to share with you concerning disrupting burnout, and today I want to talk to you about the real source of your burnout. I cannot tell you how many people I meet with, I coach, I talk to, and they truly believe that their job is the source of their burnout. Now, friends, you know that I believe that your job can create the environment for your burnout to flourish. So there are responsibilities that supervisors and managers and institutions and organizations, we have some responsibility to take care of our people. Absolutely. But your job is not the source of your burnout, friend. I know. Don't leave me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Just hear me out. Your job is not the source of your burnout. I want to get down to the source. You understand that one of the strategies that I teach to disrupt burnout is checking your backpack. What's in your backpack? What's in your experience? What have you learned that leads you to burnout? Now, let me prove to you first that your job is not the source of your burnout. And then we're going to talk about how to dig deeply into it. First of all, if you have changed jobs or if you have changed careers, if you look back over your your life or your experiences, this is not the first time you've been overwhelmed, not the first time you've been burnt out. Maybe with different people, with different organizations, you found yourself overwhelmed before. So it's not the job. It is not the job if you are the common denominator, friend. So first of all, if you've been in this place before with different people, a different environment, then there's something in you, right, that we need to talk to. You're not broken. You're not wrong. But there's something that we need to address. But also, if you look around you and they're in the same environment as you, but other folks are not burnt out, they are in the same environment, then that means the job is not necessarily the source, right? So like I said, your job can promote um, an environment that allows your burnout to flourish. And that's not a good thing. 
Jobs do have responsibility to take care of their people. But regardless of if the job changes or not, if the environment at work changes or not, you have the power to disrupt burnout for yourself. You don't have to wait for an organization to change. You don't have to give that power away. There are some things that you can do for you to help you. And that's what I want to talk about. So in checking our backpack, there's a question that I want to explore with you today for you to determine the source of your burnout, your overwhelm. And you might be saying, PBJ, I'm not burnt out. Good. I celebrate that. Don't want you to get there. I want you to disrupt it before it gets there. So here's my question for you today. Where did you learn the definition of work? Who taught you what hard work looks like, right? So I want you to open up your backpack and I want you to dig deeply. I want you to really think about where you learned what hard work is. I'll give you my example. So I am from Crockettville, South Carolina. Don't worry, friend. If you heard of Crockettville, we're cousins, okay? Clearly, it's a very small community, a very small farming community. And in Crockettville, hard work or work, there's there's no work is hard work, period. And it is backbreaking, sweat inducing, all day work. In Crockettville, my people woke up before the sun and they were out working and they didn't come back in until the sun was gone down. In Crockettville, my folks had full-time jobs and then they also worked the farm on the weekends and in the evenings. I remember my brother and my cousins going out into the watermelon fields with my grandfather and they would pick watermelons but toss them from one person to the to another until they got all the watermelons up on a truck that my grandfather could drive to the farmers market on Saturday mornings. I remember walking through the cornfields and peas and beans and okra with my grandmother and my sister picking bushel baskets um, so that the family could sell. Work was survival. Work was hard work and you didn't complain. You didn't complain because you did your part to support the family. That's my definition of work. That's how I learned what work is. So when I showed up in the university environment, in the college environment, I didn't know how to work differently. So I translated it to, I have to be the first one at work every day. And I have to be the last one to leave because I wouldn't dare let anybody think that I'm not working harder than them. I had to attend every program. I had to be on every committee. I had to take on every project because who am I to complain? My people are in the fields, hot, sweating in Crockettville. I'm sitting in this cushy office with air conditioning. Who am I to complain? So I always had to say yes. I had to give my very last, my energy, my time, my money. I had to give my very last because that's what I learned. I took Crockettville with me to the university setting. And hear me clearly, there's nothing wrong with Crockettville. I'm grateful for how I grew up. I'm grateful for those lessons. But I had to realize that Crockettville didn't fit at the university. Let me tell you what I mean. I grew up in Crockettville, 
but I wasn't called to work in Crockettville. I wasn't created to stay in Crockettville. So that definition of work that I forced to fit into the university setting led me directly to burnout. I didn't feel like I had permission to rest. I didn't feel like I had permission to say no because I watched my people work so hard and sacrifice themselves so that we can be okay. Hey friend, I'm just popping in to let you know that I have just a handful of openings on my calendar over the next three months for one-on-one coaching clients. If you are an accomplished woman who has found that you've lost your fire over time, if you have been successful doing all the things, but you just want to love your work again, if you're really good at what you do, but you know that there is more, then you need to reach out. Go to connectwithpbj.com. Sign up for a connect call. We'll jump on real quick. I just need to make sure you're a good candidate for my coaching program. And if so, we'll dig in together and I'll walk this journey with you. All right, y'all reach out, connectwithpbj.com. I look forward to speaking with you. Hello, my name is Catrice Clore, and I just want to say Dr. PBJ has truly impacted my life in a great way. I thank you for all the ideas and, and the inspiration and just the teaching and knowledge that you bring with you. She has um, a tremendous way of just speaking from her heart to your heart. I think she has disrupted some dysfunction in my life, for lack of a better word. So if you are in need of the disruption, Go see Dr. PBJ. I'm so grateful that our our lives and our paths have crossed. You have truly had an amazing impact on me and my mindset, and I am forever grateful. Thank you. And now I've learned that more than one thing can be true, that I can honor and respect what my folks did for me as a child and how hard they worked and how they had to work to take care of us. And I can adjust my definition of work to fit who I am today and what I need and the calling upon my life. So I've learned how to honor the work of my people by living in alignment with who I am today. I've learned how to put boundaries up and how to say no when I need to say no. I've learned that work, I can do well at work without paying ultimate consequences of my health and my mental state and my relationships. And that's how I'm honoring my Crockettville Foundation today. I was uh, giving a keynote speech and a woman in the audience told of how her, her father growing up was a town physician and he responded to every call. Anytime somebody needed a physician, he was there and he showed up and he served them well. And he sacrificed his time with his own family. He sacrificed his rest because he had to take care of the people. 
And she told how she took that definition of work into education. She was a teacher and how she would neglect her own family to take care of her students. Even after hours, she would go to the after school program. Now, they have people in after school who take care of students there. But if her students were there, she felt like she had to be there because her father taught her was work was responding to every call. What is your definition of work? Who taught you what it means to do a good job? Who taught you what it means to work hard? And does that definition still align with who you are today? How can you be your best at work? How do you need to, uh, how do you need to redefine work? How do you need to reimagine what it means to do a good job so that you can do what you were created to do and do it well? Honor the people that you are created to serve without paying the ultimate sacrifice. So friend, I'm here to tell you that your job is not the source of your burnout. It may, there may be work to do in your organization to support your wellness and I, I'm, I understand that and I believe that. But when you think about the source of your burnout, I want you to dig deeply into your backpack and think about how do you define work? Where did you learn that definition? And is it in alignment with who you are today? Your burnout is not that you're doing too many things. It's that you're doing the wrong thing. And it's time for you to live in alignment. All right. That's all I got for you today. I hope that this helps you and encourages you. Um, I hope that it frees your heart so that you can do the work that you were created to do without paying ultimate sacrifices. All right, friends, I'll see you next time. Have a good day. Bye bye. Now, hold on, friend, before you go, I want you to share this episode with somebody in your life who you know needs it. And you know we can't leave without this. I always have to remind you. I need to remind you. You are powerful. You are significant. And you are loved. Love always. PBJ. PBJ.